I will climb the tree, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to climb the tree, and I'm going to take a hold of the tree, and, and just so you are all aware, I, we are not talking actual fruit. We are not talking actual fruit. We are talking about bosoms here. Bosoms. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Fun Sexy Bible Time. My name is Matthew and I am the host. And with me today is my good friend who I've never actually met in real life, but I'm <laughs> pretty sure she's a real person, is Jessica Thompson. Jessica, say hi to the people. What's up, Fun Sexy Bible Time? <laughs> <laughs> this may not be good for your career. Oh just... <laughs> uh, yeah, well... What can you do? I don't know. I, I've never, I've never met Jessica, but I did send her a "What Would Jesus Do" bracelet through the mail. Loved it. So she's basically <laughs> like my sixth or seventh best friend at this point. It's like you know, you become blood brothers or blood sisters when you. That's how it is in the Christian world. If you wear matching "What Would Jesus Do" bracelets, it's like automatically, you know, you have this connection. This. Mm friend zone connection for life mm -hmm. it's like the perpetual side hug <laughs> <It is. laughs> uh, yeah all right jessica is one third of the podcast front porch with the fitzes uh mm -hmm. it is a very funny podcast i listened to their last episode they said p several times <laughs> so i would highly recommend it <laughs> is also the author of give them grace exploring grace together and everyday grace Jessica, are you are you not in favor of grace? <laughs> I'm going to give a strong, hard, in favor of grace. Yes. Okay, I'm, I, I disagree. <laughs> I'm currently writing a book called Grace Sucks. So. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to give you grace on that. And just <laughs> then maybe we could talk and we could explore grace together. But here's what I know for a fact. I will okay. give you grace every day. Okay. All right. Not most days. No, everyday grace. Everyday grace. Okay. That's right. All right. All right. Uh, is that the one you co-authored with your mom, Everyday Grace? No, Give Them Grace. Give Them Grace. <laughs> and I co-authored with my mom. That was the beginning of it all. And you know what? Authors, you don't, unless you self-publish, you don't get to choose your own title. So. Well, only losers self-publish. <laughs> or people with a message that maybe Christian publishing wouldn't put out there. Well, we wouldn't have anything to do with people like that on this podcast. <laughs> we shun them. Yes. Shun the unbeliever. <laughs> we, we do. They are shunned. <laughs> and so what's that, what's that war of succession going to be like? Because I imagine at some point you will rise up against your mother and, <laughs> and destroy her and kind of take over her flock as well uh, well you know that's what we're trying to do i mean that's what i'm trying to do we start it with front porch with the fitzes where every week we try to make fun of her mm -hmm. so we're continually trying to bring down her reputation and build our own <laughs> and then one day while she's speaking i will just i have to wait till she's a little bit older because she still has some strength mm -hmm. i will run up on stage push her over probably a throat punch and then i'll take over okay yeah, well, for, that's how I envision it. For those of you that think that we're just crazy, we're, we're talking about Elise Fitzpatrick. That's that's Jessica's mom. Yeah. So you're saying she's got, you know, the male equivalent of that is is dad strength, you know, because yeah. dad strength doesn't really dissipate until you hit like mid sixties. Right. So does she have mom strength? Is that what you're saying? 
she she's feisty is what she's got going for her i don't know if it's mom strength or what but she's a feisty woman so that's a a little concerning you know she's no shrinking violet Mm. so if i try to push her over then i don't know what would happen yeah because because guys have like this internal clock of when can i beat up my dad like at what point (laughs) can i beat up my dad and like even if you're considerably bigger than your dad like i am Uh uh-huh like I mean, I could beat up somebody my dad's size, but just yeah. because it's my dad, You're right? I, you know, it wasn't until he hit sixty that I started to think, okay, I got him. I got him. <laughs> but it's because of all the emotional baggage; they seem so much stronger, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's a psychological thing. It is. It is. You know, I have never thought about beating up my mom until this podcast. So well, thank listen, you for that. We tackle the tough issues here. On, on you, do. Bible time. you do. You do. I'm talking about beating up parents and pee. <laughs> All right. Well, Jessica, we I'm I'm certain that this will in fact be the greatest podcast that has ever been recorded. <laughs> I'll second that. I've got a good feeling about this. Okay. So what we need to do to start out with, and we talked about this beforehand, is I feel like just to show, you know, our our graciousness is yeah. we need to we need to throw out some some random shout outs. Yeah. So do you have random shout outs to, to, to bless the people with? I do. I do. Okay. So I was going to say cat videos. I want to shout out cat videos. This podcast but... is over. <laughs> but I have found something better than cat videos. And they are <sighs> penguin videos. Have you <laughs> have you ever watched penguin videos? Yeah, I like mean... the ones where like the penguin just like falls on his face. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I can relate to the penguin. I don't know if it's the body shape. I don't know what it is, but I really feel like I can relate to a penguin video. So I want to give a shout out to all the people producing penguin videos out there. All right. I'm putting you on the the spot. Okay. What is a spiritual correlation to the penguin falling on its face? Well, obviously, it's that I can't think of anything. (laughs) I really tried to string that out, but that no, penguin I've needs got grace. <laughs> of course, that's the bad answer. The penguin is like Moses. Okay. The the ice is like the old covenant. <laughs> the penguin <laughs> falls on the old covenant, but then grace through Jesus Christ raises the penguin back up, and the penguin can continue on its sanctification. <laughs> Slow clap. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> well, thank you. Random shout out to my wife for taking my screaming children to the park so we can do I... the podcast. Oh my gosh. Your wife was going to be one of my random shout outs oh, as well. I stole it. Okay. I'll do, I'll do a different one. Then you can, then you can, okay. then you can do my wife. Random shout out to two families. Okay. When I first started on Twitter, I had like yeah. almost no followers. Right. Randomly, like these two families, like everybody in the family had a Twitter account, and these two families followed me. Like there were like seven people that followed me from these two families on Twitter. Uh huh. Uh huh. And for like the longest time, that was like thirty percent of my Twitter following. (laughs) (laughs) I think I I I feel like I followed you pretty early on. I feel like I was one of the one of the there was like a group. I'm sure that was why. Why did you? That that's a good question. (laughs) Why did you follow me? Okay. I I followed you because I saw you post something on someone else's Twitter, like you tweeted to them. <laughs> and, and I was like, 
oh, he didn't just say that. <laughs> and I was laughing out loud because it was so funny. And then I, I think I saw that. And then I waited a little bit, gave some space because I didn't want to follow you immediately just in case people knew that's why I was following you. Good thinking. And then I followed you. But it was because you posted on like a celebrity pastor. They said something <laughs> and you posted back. I, that, and that, I, I, I do I that a lot. Laughing. And I never get responses back. Well, no one can do it right there, which is why you have to give some space. And then I followed. And then it was like, this is one of the funniest accounts. And then I told everybody. And then I, my Christianity got called into question. I was put under church discipline. <laughs> But now I'm restored and still following you, you so I feel good about it. Did you get shunned by Matt Chandler? That is (laughs) Yes, actually, I did. Did the Gospel Coalition (laughs) put out a think piece about you? And that brings me to a shout-out. Okay. Now that you said that, I have a shout-out to all the Christian bloggers who write open letters to celebrities. Yes. (laughs) And then I... And then the sub shout out is to all of the Christians who share those letters on Facebook. Hey, I just like... Can we get a few more open letters about Trump? I feel like that would be the difference. <laughs> I mean, any, I just Trump or any celebrity, any, any girl that does the halftime show, please bring us more open letters to Beyonce and Katy Perry. It's really what the church is lacking. And so my, I have another shout out to all those people who write them. And then the, the moms that reshare them. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing for evangelicalism. I, I, I wholeheartedly concur. Yeah. I knew you would. Yeah. Um, what, is, what the fuck is going on with, <laughs> with the think pieces? They drive me crazy. I know, but do you read them? I actually, I, the one time I did a serious article on my site was... There was that, that think piece going around, like, 50 reasons why you shouldn't drink alcohol. And, like, it just <laughs> broke my mind. And I sat down and wrote, like, a, like a 50 reasons why this article I, is I stupid. read it. <laughs> I totally read it and laughed the whole way through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't get it. But everybody has a platform now. So, you know, build your platform. Do what you got to do. And if that means trying to get, you know, Taylor Swift to read your letter, then do it. You never know, I guess. Could you write an open letter to me, please? <laughs> I could. I could, could you, try. Could, could Front Porch with the Fitzes do an open <laughs> podcast to, to Fun Sexy Bible Time? Oh, we could, I could. Let me talk to the two other members of Front Porch with the Fitzes, and I will get back to you. Okay. All right. One more random shout out. Actually, I didn't say who the people were from the first one. The, the Cabinus family and the Oglesby family. Wait a minute. Did you say Cabinus? Cabinus, yes. What are, do you know their names? Um, I think that was my old pastor. No, no, I no. I swear no. to you. Are they Christians? They I think have so. to be. Why? <laughs> well, probably I, not if they're following me. No, listen to me. If this is true, I like the world just exploded. All right, let me let me look them up. Well, I, I'll look them up while I do another shout out. Okay. And random shout out to the Jolly Rancher people for making Lemon Jolly Ranchers again. Mm, I'm not going to agree with that. Okay. Look, they taste like Lysol, but they're still good. No, that's not a good thing. No, tasting like Lysol is not a good thing. Unless you have some weird childhood memory of drinking Lysol. 
And then I don't know what to say to you, but Lemon Jolly Ranchers, I completely disagree. Well, we were charismatic. We didn't handle snakes. We just drank snakes. <laughs> Oh, that's right. funny. Craig Cabanis. Yes! Oh, my gosh! I can't even believe that. Craig Cabanis, where are you? Get on this podcast right now. He lit, They're in Frisco, Texas. Okay, listen. I went to hit their church out here in San Diego, and then they moved to Frisco, Texas, and did a church plant out there. And Ooh. I was heartbroken because they left. You know, you can... we just ruined this poor family's reputation. <laughs> No, they oh. jumped on the uh, they jumped on the, the Twitter train like really early, and then you know, like about fifty percent of the people that follow me are going to unfollow me at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they unfollow? Because that would be even better. Uh, I just checked; he's still on board. I don't know. His, I think his wife and like they have Ginger kids. and Katie. Yeah, I know yeah. them all. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think they all followed me at one point. I don't know. And that they have that kind of sense of humor, so that would mm. make sense. Craig Cabanis. Shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> so crazy. His sister is like one of my best friends. I was in her wedding. I just, <laughs> this world, it's mm-hmm. just, what a wonderful world. Excellent. Do you like that? I do. Thank like, you. Could you do that as Scott Stapp? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Is that close? That's close. It's not quite as good as uh, Jake's Scott Stapp. No, he was a lot better. No, he yeah. even did like a German Scott Stapp. I was impressed. <laughs> he did. That was impressive. All right. Thank you for your random shout-outs. Yeah, no problem. All right. Now, obviously, this is this next part is, is the most important thing that Christianity will deal with this yeah. week, possibly this month. I don't know. I'm going to go with this quarter. This quarter? This financial quarter? Yes, I am. All right. So I was talking to Jessica about this. Can I call you Jess? Yeah, please do. I'm going to call you Jess. I may even slip in a Jesse at some point. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Alexa, I'm just going to call you Jesse. Okay, perfect. All right, so I'm going to call I'm going to call you Maddie. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Okay, good. That's fine. So I was talking to Jesse about this, that, you know, how you get, like, the Bible on tape, and it's it's usually narrated by, like, a professional narrator or even, like, a celebrity narrator. So we were talking, obviously, if you had to pick one person to narrate Song of Solomon, uh-huh. who would it be? Yeah. So I have a list. She has a list. This is extremely important. We're going to devote it some is. time to it. Yeah. So, and I have to tell you, I spent more time thinking about this than I have in writing about it, like jotting down my thoughts, mm-hmm. than I have about anything in about a year. So That is the best compliment <laughs> I have received in a long time. I'm not kidding. I have had conversations with lots of people. I did okay. research. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who did, you, who did you talk to about this? My whole, my whole family. Excellent. Friends. I got up in front of the church and asked everybody <laughs> to fill out a Twitter poll. <laughs> Did you take it to the singles ministry? <laughs> I did. I did, yeah. Had write-in, you know, write-in, and then it was anonymous because some people don't want you to know, yeah. know who they wanted. But, but yeah. you live in California. Aren't there only, like, 15 Christians in the state of California left? <laughs> Close. Listen, in San Diego, where I mm-hmm. live, it is 90% unchurched. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, 
I talk to everybody I know, which is all the Christians in San Diego. Is James Dobson still in California? Is he I still think, holding it down out there? I just I didn't know he was here. I thought he was Colorado. Yeah, he probably. I guess so. He probably lives there, but he started in California. I thought he still had a home oh, in California. He might. I don't know. I don't keep up with James Dobson. James Dobson. Hmm. What? Ever since I came out with our, my own parenting book. He, oh, we had a falling out, mm-hmm. and he hasn't talked to me since then. So obviously, that is jealousy. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but did you know I was on Focus on the Family? Uh, I think I did know that. How long ago was that? It was like this last year, but so ah, he yes, wasn't. I remember that? Yeah, he wasn't involved with it anymore. Yeah, this obviously jealousy. I feel the same way <laughs> with Christianity today. <laughs> random tangent when i first wrote the article butt sin like the original (laughs) butt sin yes i had just gotten rejected by like a bunch of like christian websites for like story pitches (laughs) that's surprising (laughs) no like for different things and then i sat down and i wrote butt sin and i was like okay you guys want something (laughs) i sat down and like i emailed it out to like Christianity you, Today. You did relevant. not. I've still got the email Christianity Today sent me back of like, thank you for your submission of Butson. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been forwarded to the appropriate editor, and we will contact you shortly if there is any interest. You did not. I, did. I really hope someone read it. I really hope someone read it. No, I haven't been blogged by Christianity Today yet. I, I thought that last tweet was going to get them when I tweeted that I, I couldn't find their swimsuit edition. Like, and I was wondering if it had come out yet. <laughs> and you haven't been blocked by them. No, I've not been blocked by them yet. I don't know what That's I'm, pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well the day's not over yet. So. <laughs> no, it's not. Alright. I just I just completely shipwrecked that segment. So we derailed it. Let's get back on track. It. Back on track. Alright. So you start us off. G- give me give me somebody that you'd like to have narrate. Okay. Now you have to understand I have a lot of thoughts on this. Okay. I okay. Do Okay, so we're going to be talking about this for quite some time. I'm totally okay with that. Okay, I have a top three okay. of celebrities that I would like to hear. <laughs> and then, but that, I mean, just wait, because I'm going to go a lot, we're going to dive a lot deeper than that. So Could it be said this is a deep dive? Oh, it's a deep dive for sure. Okay. Okay, so number one, I want to hear Antonio Banderas <laughs> read the Song of Solomon. And I want to hear it every day of my life. Clarification. And you're yeah. from the 90s. You'll understand this. Okay. Are you talking the actual Antonio Banderas? Or are you talking Chris Kattan on Saturday Night Live no. impersonating <laughs> Antonio Banderas? The actual Antonio Banderas. I mean, first celebrity crush, first celebrity to make me feel things. I'm going to go with Antonio Banderas <laughs> is my number one choice. And here's what's crazy. When I was talking to my husband about it, I was uh-huh. like, who do you think I would say? And he was like, ugh, Antonio Banderas. Oh, God. <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. So number one is Antonio Banderas. Okay. My number one, obviously, is Craig Cabanis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've got to tweet him and let him know how much we talk about him in this podcast. This was, we'll just call this the uh, Craig Cabanis <laughs> Memorial Podcast. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, mine aren't really, I don't have my numbered, I just have a list, so this is not okay. necessarily an order of importance. Okay. I'd like to hear Dave Ramsey do it. Oh my gosh. Just because that dude is going to be so, 
so out of his element. Yeah, he really, really would. He'll be trying to like work in financial things like <laughs> in between the chapters, and they'll have to tell him like, "Dave, stop! This is this is an audio book of the Bible. Like, you cannot just audible and start talking about you know variable interest rates and like saving saving your pennies in a jar." And maybe saving your pennies in a jar would actually be like code for something else. You're gonna have to expand upon that. <laughs> You know, the whole book of Song of Solomon is, you know, code. And so I wonder what his code, it would all be financial stuff. Oh, obviously. it totally would. Yeah, he'd be, he yeah. would not be one of those people that says, this book is about sex. No. Like, he, he would not. Antonio Banderas would. Yes, like, he would. This book is about sex. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. Dave Ramsey, like from the beginning, like he he issued like a like a disclaimer at the front end, like oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not not about sex, not about sex. <laughs> Obviously, something else. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's funny. All right, your turn. Okay, my number two person would be Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're taking like a you're taking like a very carnal approach to this. Aren't you? I thought you we were. No, actually, I have an uncarnal approach as well, so we'll get there. But for right now, I'm just telling you, when you first asked the question, three names popped into my mind. Antonio Banderas, number one. Sean Connery, number two. Do you have any women women on your list? I will get to it. Okay, just just a question, because I I had a hard time trying to pick out out, uh, ladies to narrate this. Anyway. Maybe that says something about you. I don't know. I don't know. The, the name of the podcast is Fun Sexy Bible Time. Just, just need to remind everyone that from time to time. Okay, I'm going to go super duper obscure for this one. Yeah. You may not get yeah. this. Maybe there's like 10 people listening to this that will get this. But I would like to hear Warren Throckmorton. <laughs> Have you ever heard his voice? No, I've never heard his voice. Hmm. I imagine it being like a, like a Mr. Burns kind of... Like he's just like at his computer 24 hours a day searching for Mark Driscoll news. Or he's like, hey, what have you done now, Mark? And he types like one finger at a time. And he just sends out like these thousand word missives on Patheos. That was a really good one. I like it. I like that one a lot. I, I like it you, a lot. Only a few people know. If you don't know who Warren Throckmorton is. Don't look him up. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I've tweeted at him a bunch of times before. He will never, oh, he will never I, acknowledge me. I need to follow. I need to follow him just so I can see you tweeting at him. If you if you don't know who Warren Throckmorton is, he is a Patheos blogger, and he's also yeah, I know that's a, a bad sign usually when someone's a Patheos <laughs> blogger, but he's also a uh, I think he's a professor of psychology. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, his, his whole thing is like. Uh, I don't know. How would you describe it, Jessica? Like church discipline, but he's not. Yeah. Know, like he writes about scandals, basically. Right. He he's writes like about scandals in the church. I think he fancies himself like a investigator of celebrity yes. pastors. Yes, he is like the Bob Woodward of like every, <laughs> everything is Watergate in the That's church. Right. And he is, that's right. I was trying to think of somebody and I couldn't. So yeah, he's the he's that's exactly right. And if you so like see a picture of him, he just looks like the bulldog of Christianity. 
is. But, like, yeah. but also, like, he's not, I mean, I just described him, he's not terribly, I mean, I don't get really, I don't really get annoyed when I read him, because a lot of times no. what he says is good. Yes. You know, I, I don't know why, but he's like a, like a cranky uncle. He is. But I wouldn't say he's like, I think he's like a lot of facts. Yes. He doesn't mm-hmm. go into like the whole, you know, where everybody takes a situation and then expounds on it with all of these ridiculous uh, adjectives to make it sound even worse than it is. And then all of their personal hurt and anger piled on top of it. He doesn't do that. No. He's, he's very factual. Very objective. But you can yeah. you can also tell like when something really gets under his skin. Because he, it, it, you can just sort of tell, like, when it chafes him. And, and the Mark Driscoll thing, I think, got under his skin. Oh, yeah. And also, like, the Wayne Jolly thing. I don't know if you remember that. Is that the, the uh, guy who had, like, a um, uh, like a cult? Yes. And, yes. Got it. <laughs> with, yep. uh, with Ed Cash, the guy that writes songs with Chris Tomlin. Yes, 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 yes. And, uh, I, I remember that. That kind of got under his skin, I could tell a little bit. But... Well, you know. That whole abuse thing. Yeah. It might have had... Minor details. Lives are ruined. <laughs> abuse and imprisonment might have had something to do. I don't know. Listen, you know, where I'm from, that's just a good Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Okay. Whose turn? Is it your turn again? It's my turn. Okay. All right. Okay. And then third would be Barry White. Can you... you. Paging Dr. Freud. <laughs> Can you imagine Barry White? Hey, baby. I'm going to read you the Song of Solomon. Get over here. Do you have to be over there for him to read it? I think so. <laughs> I, oh, I think so. According to Barry White, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, those are good choices, right? Listen, this is this is your world. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just happy to be a part of it. <laughs> Uh, All right. Okay. Keeping in the tradition of sexy men. Yeah. I would love to hear Bernie Sanders <laughs> read Song of Song. <laughs> because he would just take it head on. Yeah, he would. He would. And be like, I will climb the tree, and I'll, I'm going to climb the tree, and I'm going to take a hold of the tree, and, and just so you are all aware, I, we are not talking actual fruit. We are not talking actual fruit. We are talking about bosoms here. Bosoms. He would totally say bosoms. He would. Oh, that's pretty great. Oh, that's pretty great. Uh, yeah, I like that one a lot. How, how happy would the progressive Pathios bloggers be <laughs> to have a Bernie Sanders audio version of the Bible? I mean, they would love it. They would absolutely love it. It would make their day. I mean, we might have like two or three days with no open letters. Like, they would be so happy. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That's pushing it. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, are you ready for mine? Can I go again? I'm still thinking I'm really about Bernie ex- Sanders. Would you just go ahead? I'm, I'm thinking about all the oh, progressive people who would be happy. I'm sorry. Go. No, I, okay. Did I interrupt your Bernie Sanders thought? No, it was just. I did. I'm thing. sorry. Just go ahead. Okay, listen. And I, <laughs> I am so excited about this one. Okay. Because you know, Christians can't. I think there's an open letter about who to whoever wrote the Song of Solomon about how inappropriate it is. <laughs> so, so I think there would be an edited version for Christians, an edited version of Song of Solomon, and Mr. Whitaker would read it. Okay, I got you. 
Do you agree? I agree with the concept. I don't know if Mr. Whitaker is the right one. I feel... I want to say John MacArthur, but he would never... Because he wouldn't approve of the sex. But no, it would be Josh Harris. Josh Harris would read it. John MacArthur would never approve of like editing the Bible in any way. That's probably true. Or maybe like Josh Harris circa... Like 1997, oh, yeah. maybe? It would have to go, yeah, you'd have to go way back. Because the Josh Harris of today, I feel like, would just read it straight and be like, heck yes. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to go back to the I Kiss Dating Goodbye Josh Harris. Yes, it would have been nice to have that Josh Harris in 97. Yes. By the way. If you're listening to this, Josh Harris. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure Fun Sexy Bible Time is at the top of his yeah. podcast list. Probably. All right. What about Seth Rogen? What about him? <laughs> I was thinking like Seth Rogen or Chris Pratt to read Song of Solomon. Oh my gosh! I can't even do a Seth Rogen impersonation, but there'd just be like a lot of <laughs> <laughs> a lot of grunting because yeah. of the difficulty of breathing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he gets super excited like anytime it said breasts in there. It said breasts. I'm going to agree with that, and I'm going to say, okay, yes. Chris Kattan would probably have, like, techno music going in the background. Oh, Chris Kattan or Chris Pratt? Oh, you said Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt from Hmm. uh, Jurassic World. I'm going to say I would like that if there Uh was a video of him reading it as well. Without a shirt on? Would that that help? (laughs) Listen, shirt or no shirt, who, who am I? To I make just, that decision. She's claiming grace. And this will be <laughs> this will be addressed in my book, Grace Sucks. <laughs> uh, I think that those are both good options. Yeah, I couldn't decide which one of those would be better, so I just kind of lumped them together. <laughs> Taking turns? Yes. <laughs> Taking turns. Yeah. I really struggle to, to, to figure out, like, a... Because it, it'd be good if you could have, like, a man and a woman to, like, do the different... Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I was thinking, what if we took the Song of Solomon and made it into a play? Okay. Who who would be the actors and actresses in the Song of Solomon? Because I think it's great to have just the straight audio reading of it, but I feel like if Tyler Perry got involved in this... He played both. (laughs) He could. He could. He could do... He could play both, but I feel like... Considering we just saw the Messiah live on TV uh-huh. or whatever, is that what it was called? Uh, sure. Okay. Sure. Did you see it or no? Um, no, I didn't. You didn't. Okay. It was pretty amazing. I'm just gonna say, he wrote and directed it. He was also the narrator. Okay. Look, now, when I if... saw that it didn't have Carmen in it, I was out. <laughs> okay. I think that if we turned Song of Solomon into a play, the starring roles okay. would be Taylor Swift and Kanye. <laughs> I'm out. And, I'm listen, out. listen, Taylor Swift and Kanye West. <laughs> no, no. no let's just listen to me okay, for just a right, minute, I'm, I'm okay? I feel like if we put those two on stage and they just, you know, recited the lines of the Song of Solomon to each other. And then, you know, in the Book of Song of Solomon, they also have the friends. Yes. Right? Okay. okay. So I thought, who would be good for Taylor's friends and who would be good for Kanye's friends? 
You ready? Um, yes, go for it. Okay. So for Taylor's friends, obviously she'd have to have Calvin Harris there, her boyfriend, <laughs> because it would be a little awkward if Kanye and, you know, he, Kanye's already said that, you know, he has some feelings about Taylor, and so Calvin should be there. So okay. Calvin Harris, Selena Gomez, Emma Stone, Jennifer Lawrence, and Lord. That's her squad. <laughs> That's can, can we ensure that Lord will not see any direct sunlight? <laughs> I I think that that should be a prerequisite. Yes. Can, can we keep her in the shade at all times? <laughs> I think she carries around her own personal rain cloud. Personally, she just she... <laughs> follows her everywhere she goes. That's mm. what she's taken her money and done with it. She has figured out some scientist has created a rain cloud just to follow her. Yeah. Who is the girl from Adventure Time? She reminds me of the girl from Adventure Time. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'll think of it as soon as we move on to something else. Okay. Okay. So you may be asking yourself, what about Kanye's friends? Okay. Okay. So obviously his wife, Kim Kardashian, would be there, okay. hopefully with clothes on. And then Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce, because he totally, I think he actually is in love with Beyonce. Okay. Instead of his wife. And then, of course, Jay-Z would have to be there because Beyonce can't be alone with Kanye. And then I figured that's the end of Kanye's friends, for real. (laughs) So I thought that we would just open it up to Trump, Cruz, and Bernie Sanders could also be part of Kanye's crew. Okay. What would Trump's role be? Trump's role would just be yelling out how everybody's an idiot but him. Well, obviously, this is why we need more open letters. <laughs> About Trump? Yes. That could that could sway the election if we could get it. I think so. Yeah. So I think Fox, if you're listening, um, you know, Fox, this TV station, the network, if you're mm-hmm. listening, this is a great idea. And someone needs to make a storyboard and run with it. I feel like there's two there's two avenues this could take. Mm-hmm. The one you just described, and then there would be a second Song of Solomon that would be strictly faith-based. Oh, and I've got that, too. Funny of course you mentioned you do. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I thought about this for a good day or two. Okay, give me the sanitized, faith-based version of Song and of Solomon. And it would have to be edited, of course, right? Uh, now, does that mean we can say the word bosom? Is bosom safe? Mm. I'm going to go with no. Can we say no? Can we say Lady Blessings? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to say Lady Blessings is okay. 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 So for the boy part, the male part, we're going to go, of course, with Carmen. Yes. I mean, there could be no other. Kurt Cameron's going to make a play to get this role. <laughs> he really might. You know who else is going to make a play to get that role? Who? Mark Driscoll. <laughs> He's going to try to get himself and his wife the starring role. <laughs> It really might. Okay, but for the girl, I thought Sandy Patty. So. Yeah, see, but if you go Sandy Patty, don't you have to put Wayne Watson in the... Uh... You know, you have your own play. I'm doing mine okay, right now. I'm just, I'm, I, this is feedback, okay? It's a little <laughs> constructive feedback. I don't appreciate constructive feedback. <laughs> you know, and of course, the, the Christian version would be a musical. I forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. So this would be a musical, not just a play. We have now incorporated 
the Song of Solomon into actual songs that they sing. Okay. okay? Who is the narrator? On the fake I, you know, scene? I actually hadn't thought about that. I'm going to let you decide. Jan Crouch. <laughs> I like it. Jan Crouch. I like that. Yeah. Glory, I like it. glory, 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 glory. <laughs> is that all she would say? There'd be a lot of crying, and maybe she'd talk about her dead chicken that God raised back to life. Oh, oh, I like it. Okay, but then for the friends, okay. are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, for Sandy Patty's friends, obviously Point of Grace. Okay. And Avalon. Okay. And then for Carmen's friends, we would have Third Day and For Him. I, I was wondering if For Him was going to make an appearance. Oh, of course. <laughs> that's that's clutch right there from you. Of course. And then I think you'd have to have backups, you know, because you have the first troop. And then if anything happens, you know, because Carmen and Sandy Patty are both older. And I don't know their stamina level at this point. Listen, Carmen is an Italian stallion. His stamina, <laughs> he defeated cancer. His stamina is no longer a question. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. He, did he really? I think so. He had cancer for a while and then came back and said he didn't. So. Yeah. Oh, I believe he kicked cancer's butt hard. Either that or he challenged cancer to a dance-off. <laughs> outdanced cancer. Uh, probably just the champion was all that was playing. I'm, I'm also not willing to to say that he didn't bathe himself in Jan Crouch's tears. I mean, anything that works, really. Honestly. The only thing that would be weird about that is if her eyelashes like came off with her tears, and then you're bathing in eyelash soup, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody. Uh, I think I talked about that one time, like in an episode of The Exegeticals, like where she was the villain, like her eyelashes detached and oh, be- became sentient or something. Uh, okay, so here's my backup. Okay. My backups. You know, they would have to take turns. All right. So, Michael W. Smith. Okay. And Amy Grant. Mm. You know, Stephen Curtis Chapman is not going to be happy that you've left him out of this. <laughs> it sounds like you're not happy I left him out of it. I just feel like Stephen Curtis Chapman is going to feature prominently in this somehow. Okay, and then who would your girl be? We can do th- Listen, we can do three. <laughs> Let's do. I'm going to let you do three. <laughs> So you go ahead and pick who would you're saying Stephen Curtis Chapman Shout and then the Cindy girl Morgan. <laughs> I knew that was my, coming. My 15 year old, <laughs> when I at 15, who I considered my future wife, Cindy Morgan. Girl, shout out All to right. her. I like it. And would you change any of my friends, like the backup singers? Um. Oh, geez. We've got to have Toby Mack involved, too. I forgot about Oh, I forgot about him. Because he's yeah. got to have, like, a like a dance interlude where he, yeah, like, auto-tune sings something and dances. Of course. Of course. What is a Christian anything without Toby Mack? I, I, I'm, I, he may, in fact, be Melchizedek. <laughs> <laughs> have you written a think piece on that yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> on Toby Mack being Melchizedek? Yes. Have you? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> that needs to get worked on immediately. Yeah. So, okay, different angle on this. Who do we need to keep out of a Christian or of, of a Christian production of Song of Songs? Who's going to want to be involved that we need to keep out? I'm going to say Striper. <laughs> I'll say Jimmy yeah. Swagger. How about? <laughs> 
Jimmy Swagger, you need to set this one out, buddy. Yeah, Just, no, not go, appropriate. Go, go. It would bring up too many bad feelings for too many people. Oh, uh, yeah. Jimmy yeah, I know. That's a good one. But Striper, like, no one needs to see those guys, their leotards anymore. That uh-huh. needs to be done with. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. For Christmas, my 17-year-old son bought my husband Striper tickets, and they are going in like two months to see Striper in Los Angeles. Does your son know what that is? <laughs> they have gone. Oh, it's like a thing with them. They've gone oh. to like four Striper concerts. I pronounce your family incredibly healthy. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> It's not, my my husband started taking them to striper concerts when they were like eight and six. <laughs> he just <laughs> he, this was this was going to be something that they did together and they loved. So now he's seventeen, and they're you know as long as striper's alive, they will make albums. Is he allowed to take girls to striper concerts? <laughs> Heck no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Would- <laughs> Would he be allowed to take girls to a Sandy Patty concert? Ooh, yes. Because, you know, rock and roll does things to you. Sandy Patty actually has the opposite effect. So I don't know. She sings another time, another place. I mean, maybe it's sort of setting the mood. Things might get a little... I'm going to have to get Josh Harris on the phone. Oh, that is actually kind of made me throw up in my mouth a little. Mm. I don't like that. And this is a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have pushed the bounds of, of Christian nerdery to new heights. It's, this is true. This is true. Yeah. yeah. This, this is probably the finest podcast that's ever talked about Warren Throckmorton <laughs> narrating Song of Solomon. Can you see him reading it? Oh. How serious would that dude take it? So He'd have like serious. Ancient, ancient manuscripts lined up. Yeah, no, it's true. And I feel like for what he's done, he should be a lot more popular. Do you know, yeah. like have more Twitter followers? But mm-hmm. the guy can't. Like I look and I and I see he barely has any. Not barely has any, but like comparatively speaking, for somebody that big, yeah, he's yes. Under the radar. Yes, which is interesting to me. I I don't know. So this, what I'm saying is, he would consider this his big break. Can we get Warren Throckmorton? Okay, what is the percentage chance? Give mm-hmm. me a percentage chance that Warren Throckmorton would come on a front porch with the Fitzes and B on Sexy Bible Time. Well, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that to get him on front porch with the Fitzes. I think would be fairly easy. Uh. <laughs> well, because, you know, we're amazing. Well, clearly. And I would say to get him on Sexy Bible Time. Wait, what's it called again? <laughs> Fun I've, Sexy Bible Time. I've not had a guest yet that got it right. <laughs> to get It's too many qualifiers. Fun Sexy Bible Time. I think that it, if he thought that maybe you had a scoop for him, it would be 100%. But if he thought you were just going to interview him and ask him to read Song of Solomon, I'm going to go with more of like a 33% repeating. <laughs> what what kind of scoop would be required? Like what magnitude of scoop would be required for him to be on hmm. the test? 
I have so many thoughts right now, but oh, I'm not going to say them out. <laughs> Let them all. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to go with. Yeah, I'll just start guessing what you were thinking. No, guess don't do it. Even worse don't, than what you were thinking. Don't guess them. <laughs> I mean, it would have to be. It would have to be pretty good. You're thinking sex scandal. It has to be some kind of sex scandal. With... I I do well pro- because of your name. I mean, it would have to be a sex scandal. Would it have to involve Mark Driscoll or the Gospel Coalition or something? It would have to involve someone with a big name in Christendom. Yes. If it was Mark Drizzle, 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 that's his rap name, actually. I'm Mark Drizzle. Mark, Mark D. Rizzle. Yes. Uh, if it involved him, then it would, I mean, he would 100% be on your show. Mm. He would fund your show until the end of time. <laughs> yeah. Mm. How much money does it take to get this, keep this podcast going? Uh, millions. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Most of that goes to my wife to bribe her to take the kids out of the house so I can do this. <laughs> I forgot to do my shout-out to her. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Go back and do your shout-out to her. What? What's your wife's name? Kendra. I didn't... How do I not know that? Does she she, is she on Twitter? Fairly, no, she's not. She keeps a fairly low profile, which is weird because in real life, she's the outgoing one, and I... I avoid human contact at all costs. That is very interesting. So shout out to Kendra for f- number one, putting up with you. Number two, taking the kids to the park. I think that that's amazing. Well, the first, the first part of that is actually a blessing, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just a spiritual gift. It's rare that a woman, <laughs> it's rare that for a woman for her spiritual gift to actually be her husband. So. Oh, God. I thought her spiritual gift was putting up with you. Well, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Jessica great. Thompson, can we close with a random question? Yes. Random question. You put hot things in a thermos, it keeps them hot. You put cold things in a thermos, it keeps them cold. How the hell does a thermos know? Hmm. Um... I feel like I'm in Sunday school, and I know the answer is either Bible, Moses, or Jesus, but I cannot figure out which one it is. I'm going to go with spiritual gift. Spiritual gift. Okay. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Discernment. The gift of discernment. Every thermos is blessed by Jan Crouch before it leaves. It is coated with Jan Crouch tears. What you actually didn't know was thermos was owned by TBN. Okay. And so she physically blesses each thermos before it leaves with the gift of discernment. Can you work in some Greek somehow that the word thermos comes from the Greek word thermo? Oh, of course it does. Well, theo, theo, theology, that means God. So theoremus is God's container. Can you work it into the the jars of clay reference (laughs) in the Bible? I don't know. Philippians, I I think. I I feel like I really just spent all my energy coming up with the no you did container of God. You're getting an A for that. I was just thank you. I was going to see how far it went. (laughs) I think you could take it further. Go ahead. No, no, you 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 did it. You did okay. You did an excellent job. Thank you. All right, Jessica Thompson, tell the people where they can find you on Twitter and where they can find Front Porch with the Fitzes. Okay, so on Twitter, I am at the Jess Lou, 
J-E-S-S-L-O-U. Now, let me just explain, because everybody's like, are you so great that you have to have that in front of your name? And the short answer is yes. The long answer is every other combination of my name, Jessica Thompson, which is like the most common name in the universe, was taken. So I had to do the Jess Lou. Louise is my middle name. P.S. for everybody who's wondering. So that's where that comes from. At the Jess Lou, J-E-S-S-L-O-U. And then Front Porch with the Fitzes is on Twitter. At, and this is where Fitzies comes from. F-I-T-Z-I-E-S, Fitzies Porch. And every podcast we talk about our lives and funny stories, try to do a little culture segment, and then we do like a short devotional. We end with a good word about Jesus because we're super spiritual like that. Yeah, I've never heard them talk about Warren Throckmorton or Craig Cavanis. <laughs> I will wholeheartedly recommend this podcast. But back to your Twitter thing, you couldn't have gone with Banderas Lady Blessings? <laughs> I, I feel like could've. that would have been a little bit more clear to people trying to yeah. find you. It probably would have. And I actually might make an anonymous account with that name now. Banderas Lady Blessings? Yeah. I don't know. Is that too long? That it might is. be too long. How about Bandy's Lady Blessings? Mm. Tony's Lady <laughs> Tony's Lady Blessings? That's a, I don't know. Let's uh, think about it. That sounds like a competitor to my Christian Hooters. <laughs> It might be. Where they serve pizza? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If if you if that if, if you're if you're if you're really confused by that, uh, I, I wrote something about what would a Christian Hooters look like and we called it blessings. <laughs> so if 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 you're a friend of, of Jess and you're just tuning in to, to listen to this for her and, and you're confused, that's why. <laughs> you would be if you're a friend of mine and you're tuning in to listen. This whole thing is going to be confusing. Yeah, I don't know how you would have made it this far without. <laughs> All right, Jessica Thompson, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thank you. It would be Barry White. Can you? you. Paging Dr. Freud. <laughs> Can you imagine Barry White? Hey, baby. I'm going to read you the Song of Solomon. <laughs> you would totally say bosoms. Get him on Sexy Bible Time. Wait, what's it called again? 